and guest hosting today, Jim Harper, Marie Osborne. So glad you're along with us today. We are so thrilled to welcome our next guest here to focus on WJR. Jim, his name is associated with some of the best-loved restaurants in the history of the metropolitan Detroit area. Oh, yeah. Long before it was cool to be a celebrity chef, Keith Famey was exactly that. And he was it. He was here from Detroit. Um, You might remember Shea Raphael and Novi. That's right. And Les Tour in Royal Oak. I've been to both of those places many times. Bring back great memories. Well, Keith went on to do lots of different things, uh, and one of them, I mean, start on a TV show, most famously, I think, but he also now is a documentary filmmaker, and he's coming out next year with a new documentary production called Detroit, the City of Chefs, and he's here to talk to us about it today. Hi, Keith. We're glad you could join us. Do I have to say Hi, chef, or can I just say? No, hi my gosh, you? no, no, <laughs> no, Keith no. Is fine. <laughs> hey, hey it's Keith, so, it's so hey, Jim, so good. It's Jim, so good to hear your voice. I, you know, it's been so many years. Oh, thanks, buddy. You uh, have did. just exploded into like four or five different successful characters. It's been so much fun to watch. Yeah. Couldn't happen to a nicer <laughs> guy. And I, I was reading a little bit about your biography and all, all the many documentaries you've done. And one thing caught my caught my eye, and I thought, yep, that's Keith Famey. You were quoted as saying the reason you left all the other things in your life that you had been quite successful with is you just love to hear and then retell people's stories. Yeah, yeah. I hung my apron up in basically 2003, 2004, if you will, and I just started, I just wanted to, you know, well, my dad had passed away of Alzheimer's, and I was taking care of him, and when he died, I just was kind of a, it was kind of a special, it was a moment for me to reflect on my own life. And I, you know, I've been in front of the camera for so many years with, you know, of course, my series on Food Network and Survivor and just all that kind of really upfront community type gatherings that I was part of as a chef. And I thought, you know, I just want to step behind the camera. I don't want to be a chef. I don't want to be the chef adventure guy anymore. And I want to help people tell stories. And I knew a great deal about production, of course. And so I just, you know, took all of our efforts and our talents and put it towards that. And, you know, we've really enjoyed the journey. And I get up every morning excited about people's lives that we're going to touch through stories we're going to tell. And so it's been very gratifying. I, I People still say, well, aren't you cooking? I said, I'm still cooking. I'm just using different ing- different ingredients. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Uh, Keith, let's talk a little bit about Detroit, the city of chefs. Uh, our listeners uh, who know uh, a little bit about my background, know that I'm very passionate about the food story here of the metropolitan Detroit area. I know a lot of the chefs here. And I was just tickled to death when I saw the trailer for the City of Chefs. There were people on it that I knew, people on it that I had eaten at their establishments in the past, and I just about started to jump up and down and clap my hands. So give us a thumbnail sketch about Detroit City of Chefs. You know, I always wanted to do this film. I've I've talked about it for, I mean, Brian Paulson and I talked about it probably 15 years ago. And I just, I just feel there's an extremely rich, important story about our culinary heritage here in the Motor City. And it, and it, and it, of course it involves chefs and restaurateurs, but it's, it's much deeper than that. And then our story, when we tell this and, it'll take us a year to work on is really going to start with immigration and those 
those first immigrants that came to, to Detroit, uh, you know, in, in search of a, a new life for whatever reason, you know, whether it's Italians or the Greeks or the Poles or the Armenians, the Arab Americans, etc., that they brought with them a style of cooking. They brought with them uh, uh, recipes from mom. They brought with them food ingredients. And they really created the who we are today. And, you know, of course, they started the Eastern markets and uh, the, the Eastern market. And, you know, that's that's a really important story to tell. So we're really going back in time. Before we even get into the, the restaurant tours and the professionalism, we're really starting with early immigrants and, and the impact they've had on, on, on who we are today. And then, of course, you know, the, the story will, will navigate through the years, you know, in the 40s and 50s and focusing on, you know, at one time, the, the big focus, do you want to go to a, a great restaurant or eat a great meal, was the country clubs. Country clubs That's could right. afford... They could afford the chefs, they could afford the style, they could afford the ingredients. So it was country clubs. And then, of course, places like the London Chop House and the Rooster Tail. And then some of the mom and pop Italian restaurants like Lely's and Mario's and um, the impact the, the uh, Arab American communities had bringing the Lebanese style cooking. So our story is going to really tell, to go down those paths. It's not just about, you know, the French trained chefs. It's really about all of the cooking and the, the style of food that we are today. And then, of course, it's going to feature, I mean, the real structure of this film is based around the impact European chefs had on teaching, bringing a level of professionalism we did not have here. Right. You know, chef Milo, Chef, uh, chef Leopold. Who is the chef? Yvonne Gill. Who is the chef at the Bijou? Uh, 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 Walter. Yes, Walter. There's an example Walter. of what you're exactly. talking about. Exactly. Exactly. And then, of course, the Joe Muir family. And, right. Um, so it, it'll we'll navigate through our entire history, everything from, you know, civil rights and wars and how did food and cooking impact all that. And all along, the threat will be cooking and food and, and those that dedicated their lives to, to wanting to bring not only the front of the house, back of the house, but also the front house, bringing a level of expectation of quality and innovativeness that was unique to Detroit, and a lot of it was driven by the automotive industry. Yes, you, you got to course, remember yeah. our executives are traveling all around the world, so they had a. These executives were able to see and taste foods in other places of the country and even around the world, so they had an understanding for it. Their palate understood it, um, so they 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 could respect the level of a of a maitre d or a, a professional chef. Um, you you when you when you mentioned Chef Milos, you know. Popped into my head, the best chocolate mousse ever at the Golden Mushroom. Right, that was his. Uh, wasn't he not at the Golden Mushroom? And that I he just... was. Well, you know, he's got a great. He started at the. He started the Rooster Tail. Then he was at the DAC, uh, the Hunnelin oh. Chop House. Then he yeah. was at the DAC, and then of course the lunch, uh, Golden Mushroom. And of course, Milo's in in our story is really the. He's pretty much the godfather of professional chefs in our area. I mean, we've had some amazing European chefs, but he. By all means, all of us would would clearly say Milos is probably the most one of the most important, if not and, the most important, driving chef force. And Keith, just very community. quickly, I want to just say because, of course, he was the first certified master chef, and we can't certified t- master chef. Yeah, yeah, and we can't tell this story. Yeah, we can't tell this story without mentioning Schoolcraft College, which I have an association with. But uh, our our um, late son's scholarship fund is there in the culinary department, and but they have cornered this market to a large degree on educating the young chefs in the area. 
Yeah, there's no question. What what Schoolcraft Culinary College has done, starting in the '60s with Herman Breitoff, is uh, is is legendary. Uh, as well as just we should just do a throw out to OCC College too, as yes. well as McComb sure. Community College. Yes, you know they've 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 done so much for the hospitality industry. Uh, but Schoolcraft, at one time, they had 11 master chefs teaching there out of 72 master chefs in the country. Hey, Keith, Amazing. When and where can we see Detroit, the City of Chefs, your new film? You can go and see the trailer at DetroitCityOfChefs.com and see the trailer there. We hope to, and we plan on having the film done uh, fall of uh, 2024 for a big community charity celebration, bringing all these celebrity chefs and hardworking restaurateurs under one roof and, and celebrating our culinary heritage here in Detroit. Can't wait. Keep it up, buddy. We just love Thank watching you. Thank you so you. much. And it's uh, great to reconnect with Chef Keith Famey here on Focus on News Talk 760 WJR. We'll be right back.